In this bulletin, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese rules out changing the constitution in case of a vote against Indigenous Voice to Parliament. Australia joins a new training program to help train Ukrainian soldiers. And climate campaigner Greta Thunberg detained at a protest in Germany. Antonio Albanese has assured voters that no constitutional change will be implemented if a referendum result goes against an indigenous voice to parliament. The referendum is being held later this year with the draft question, do you support an alteration to the constitution to establish an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice? Mr Albanese has told Sydney radio station 2GB that if Australians say no and the referendum is lost, there will be no change to the constitution. It's just asking for a voice. We have tried. We have tried doing what is best with the best of intentions for 120 years for Indigenous Australians. We had massive gaps in education outcomes, in life expectancy, in infant mortality, in health outcomes. Opposition leader Peter Dutton has urged the Albanese government to be more specific about what it means to vote for a voice in Parliament. It comes after Prime Minister Anthony Albanese repeatedly urged Australians to vote for a First Nations voice to be established in Parliament. But Mr Dutton insists that Mr Albanese owes Australians further details of how the voice to Parliament will operate before they vote. Every Australian wants there to be a closing of the gap, an improvement in health outcomes, in all the indicators that have gone backwards uh, in recent years. There is enormous goodwill within the Australian public to make sure that we address the concerns of Indigenous Australians. But if the Prime Minister wants a model which is enshrined in the Constitution, which is a very big deal in our country, then he needs to explain the detail. Australia's Defence Personnel Minister has officially unveiled plans for Operation Kudu to support the United Kingdom in training Ukrainian troops. It's been almost a year since Russia invaded Ukraine and Australia has been one of the nations supporting Ukrainians and their military efforts. The UK program will work towards training up to 20,000 Ukrainian soldiers this year and while no Australian troops will enter Ukraine, they will assist in the training. Mr. Matt Keogh says the Australians involved will help improve Ukraine's skills in the fight against Russia to bring the conflict to an end. We know that you, as members of our Australian Defence Force, are the most important capability that we have. And so you being able to assist those that are fighting for Ukraine, their most important capability, to be able to fight better. Fire crews are warning that two decades after the devastating fires in Canberra, there's still a lack of equipment and trucks to deal with emergencies. Tonight, a ceremony will be held at the Bushfire Memorial in the Stromlo Forest Park to mark the 20th anniversary. During those devastating fires in January 2003, four people died and more than 400 others were injured. But there are still concerns about limited recruitment of firefighters since. Authorities have begun returning bodies from the Nepalese plane disaster to families of the victims after all 72 people on board were killed. 
An Australian teacher, Myron William Love, was amongst the passengers who lost their lives when the aircraft leaving Kathmandu crashed on the weekend. The deaths are part of a deadly trend in Nepal, which has experienced a series of air disasters in recent years due to difficult terrain and weather. Households and businesses may not experience relief in their power bills straight away based on advice from the ACCC. The head of the consumer watchdog says that a temporary price cap on wholesale coal and gas will help to control costs. The federal government's intervention in the energy market will help to prevent higher increases than what was estimated in the budget. Climate activist Greta Thunberg has been released after she took part in a coal mine protest in Germany and was briefly detained. Campaigners at the Open Coast Coal Mine argue Germany should not be mining any more lignite or brown coal and focus on renewable energy. The Swedish activist was part of a group of protesters and police carried her away after she attempted to jump into the coal mine. The fact that all of you are here is a sign of hope. This is only a part of a much larger global climate movement, a movement for climate and social justice and racial justice. The Royal Australian College of General Practitioners, RACGP, is calling for stricter rules on nicotine vaping products, saying that it is critical to protect all Australians. The body is requesting more robust border controls, tighter regulation of products, a crackdown on flavours and packaging, as well as restricting NVP supply to three months prescription. RACGP President Nicole Higgins says vaping products sold as non-nicotine products do contain the the substance and this is a concern for GPs. Nicotine in vaping products is there to help somebody stop smoking and that is via a prescription through the GP. But now what we're having is vaping products being made fairly mainstream and accessible to our kids and some of those do contain nicotine. We also know that those uh, the packaging often doesn't say what's in it and the chemicals can be very dangerous. Turkey's foreign minister has criticised Swedish prosecutors for their decision not to launch an inquiry into the hanging of an effigy in Stockholm representing the Turkish leader. Last week, during a protest outside City Hall, there was the hanging of an effigy depicting Turkey's President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Turkey, a NATO member, has been holding off approving Sweden's application to join the military alliance until it cracks down on groups considered security threats. Minister Mevlut Cavusoglu says Sweden's lack of action is absurd because everyone knows the supremacy of law. This was a racist incident which consists of hate crimes. Therefore, it's also against universal law and is a crime under international law. If Sweden thinks it is stringing us along with these word games, I'd like to say they're kidding themselves. Tennis champion Ash Barty has returned to Melbourne Park to launch First Nations Day with sporting legend Yvonne Gulagunkauli. The 26-year-old and former world number one won last year's Australian Open and then retired from professional tennis shortly after. Barty, who is a Ngarigo woman, says she's excited to be back on court again and to be working with children. 
he can really ce- celebrate being united as one, uh, coming together as family, and and doing something special that's um, you know out here on court. The, these are the memories that you never forget. Uh, you know, these are the experiences mm. that that make a lifetime, and certainly nice to be here. And residents from Mackay are preparing to clean up flood damage after days of heavy rain in Queensland this week. The Mackay Regional Council's Mayor, Greg Williamson, says the weather has been improving since this morning. But about 50 roads are still flooded, including the highway to the north, but it should reopen this afternoon. And to sport in tennis, Australian hopeful Alex Demino achieved a smooth victory at his home Grand Slam against Taiwanese Hu Yu Xiu on Tuesday night. He's the only seeded local left at the Australian Open and won easily in three sets at John Kane Arena, heading into round two of the tournament. The 23-year-old shared his positive message during his on-court interview with Channel 9. I'm just happy to be here in Australia, playing here in front of you guys. There's no better feeling. And I mean, it, it doesn't matter who I play, I'm going to be up for it. And you guys, just bring the energy, I'll be ready. So thank you guys. And the weather has disrupted play this week, forcing organisers to schedule earlier incomplete matches on day three of the Australian Open. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome, a mostly cloudy day, 30 degrees, Perth, sunny, 32, Adelaide, cloudy, 24, Melbourne, showers clearing, 23, Hobart, a shower or 2, 23, Albury, Wodonga, cloudy, 23, Canberra, a shower or 2 and a possible storm, 31 degrees, Wollongong, sunny, 29, Sydney, similar conditions with 30 degrees, Newcastle, sunny, 32, Brisbane, partly cloudy, 29, Townsville, cloudy, 26, Cairns, a Showers and a possible storm, 31. Alice Springs, sunny, 33. Darwin, much the same, 32 degrees. And the Torres Strait Islands, a mostly cloudy day, the top of 28 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. 